Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here once again sharing my heart with you and giving you as much as I can in the shortest amount of time. Although we have these weekly opportunities to connect and for me to share my heart, I do feel I was talking to someone yesterday and we were talking about different podcast lengths and I was talking about how my radio show is an hour. And in the beginning, I wasn't sure an hour felt long, but now actually an hour feels really short for me. So I feel like I could talk to you for hours just in one day. So I'm going to share as much as we can today. I want to talk about how to shift from poverty consciousness to prosperity consciousness. And this is one of those topics I've been working with for about four or five years, maybe five or six years now. And I just received a new piece this week. So I was totally excited to receive this download. I was asking for clarity and an understanding around poverty consciousness and prosperity consciousness because I was feeling that I was going to talk about that more this week in the radio show. And I, I got this, there was this insight that something was missing. There was a piece missing I needed to add. And what I recognized was in, in those times where I feel like there's something more to one of my teachings or lessons, in those moments where I feel like a little blip, or when I, when I feel like there is mm, just a sense of something off, I will pause and go into meditation and forgive everything over, offer it all over and ask for guidance. When I'm in that space of being open and receptive, I make sure that I am in a curious mindset. I'm wildly open and I offer over everything I think I know and everything I think I don't know. So when I ask for more clarity around poverty consciousness and prosperity consciousness or another level of understanding around it, I literally had to offer over everything I knew so far about it. All the teachings, all the understandings, everything I think I know and everything I think I don't know about this tool that has dropped in over the last five or six years so that I could be wide open to another perspective. And I got another download, which was really cool. And it, it shocked me at first, but it didn't surprise me at the same time. It was just like, oh, no wonder. No wonder so many people are having such a hard time shifting their experience in the relationship around money. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about it today. We're going to look at some of those deeply rooted hidden fears that are embedded in the subconscious mind that essentially completely influence and impact your relationship around money. Our fear-based programming in the subconscious mind is all of the things that we learned 
in our life growing up, the lessons we got by watching and observing other people interact with money. So not only do we have the understanding or the experiences and we kind of created our beliefs around what we witnessed for those people around us, but we also have the collective influence, the collective influence of all of humanity's relationship with money is also embedded in our programming. It's almost like an inherited belief. And when we look at poverty consciousness, when we look at money and the relationship to money, you can look in any direction right now and see there's a discord around money, there's fear around money, there's like, a seeking or a need for power around money, control around money. There's a lack of trust around finances and abundance. There's so much fear-based programming. And it's not just in my mind or in your mind or in the minds of the, our family. It's, it's not just an inherited generational piece that we're looking at, but we're looking at the collective consciousness, all of humanity everywhere, that collective consciousness of what they believe about money. Now, there's two, two places to plug into. Majority of people are plugged into poverty consciousness. We're plugged into the consciousness of lack and limitation and fear around money. Fear of having money, fear of not having money, fear of having too much money, fear of not having enough money, fear of having money and having to say no to lending or gifting people. It, there's so much fear around money. Fear of having money, then losing it. Fear of not having money. I could go on and on and on. And each individual has kind of a unique experience of money, but there are some common themes that I see over and over again when it comes to money. And at the same time, this collective consciousness of poverty and lack and limitation is embedded in our subconscious programming. It's like inherited. We, we're kind of born with it in a way. Now, we can be born with this collective poverty consciousness and not have it influence us, or we can be born with this poverty consciousness and shift it. So how do we shift it? That's what we're going to talk about today. How do, we, how do we move from poverty consciousness to prosperity consciousness? How do you unplug from that programming, that collective consciousness, and plug into prosperity consciousness? We're going to look at that today, and then I want to look at what are some of the things that lead to poverty consciousness? What are some of the things we need to look at in our own minds, in our own subconscious programming. So we have our own poverty consciousness, our own beliefs about money and what's possible for us, what we deserve, what we don't deserve, what we grew up with in, in our immediate family or in, in our immediate experiences. And then we have the collective 
poverty consciousness experience. We're going to look at both those pieces. Now, having money doesn't is isn't isn't the the piece that determines whether you're in poverty consciousness or whether you're in prosperity consciousness. The money isn't really the issue. People are always thinking, oh, it's money. If I just had money, then I would feel better. If I would just have money, then my life would be easier. If, if I just had money, that's that when-then syndrome. So when we shift away from the focus of being money, then we can actually look at our beliefs. What do I believe about money? What do I believe about abundance? What do I believe is possible for me in my life? What do, what do I believe is possible for other people? Because what you believe is possible for other people may be different than what you believe is possible for you. It's important to look at all of those things, all of those pieces. In the subconscious mind, I, I talked about this last week. We were looking at the two reasons that abundance may not be flowing in your life. I looked at the week before that, we talked about the seven kind of hidden blind spots for self-sabotage. All of these things are flowing into each other. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, I would encourage you to go back and listen, download them from any of the podcast platforms and save them onto your computer, your device and listen to them. These, these are essential foundational pieces around abundance. Before I dive in, I want to just, I want to backtrack a little bit and look at, there are a lot of tools out there and a lot of teachings around abundance and how to be abundant and, and align with abundance and all that kind of stuff. And what many of them are missing, not all of them, but, but many of them are missing is that deep subconscious programming is still in place. It's not getting to the root of your specific block to abundance. One, some of them aren't doing that. Two, many of them are not definitely not getting to that collective consciousness level that needs to shift. So, I want to give you those pieces. So whether you've taken a different kind of abundance program before and then it didn't quite work, and of course you beat yourself up because everyone else is getting these miracles and these shifts and these breakthroughs and you're not, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? Is the, the ego points to what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. And in fact, all that's missing is shining light on the, these blind spots shining light on these roots that people don't realize are there. I remember seeing this one particular program where they're just talking about, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to say. And just say this every day. And changing our subconscious mind is, is challenging. It's not as easy as it sounds. Because what has happened in the subconscious mind is when you're younger, at some point, you were saying to yourself something like, I don't deserve, I'm not good enough, no one loves me, whatever it is, you were consciously saying that to yourself. And then what happens is it becomes this subconscious tape. It becomes this tape that plays in the back of your mind that you don't actually hear anymore. It's kind of like 
having a radio in the background that's playing more subliminal, subliminal messages. That subliminal training or programming or words, you don't hear. You don't hear in the mind anymore. It's playing in the background in a way that you don't even realize it's there. Like the same way the hard drive in the computer is running different programs that you don't realize is there. And you don't, you don't even think to look there because it's not necessary for you to look at what's going on in the hard drive unless there's an issue with your computer. And we don't realize there's an issue with our mind or the issue with our, the mind in our computer until we start to recognize that we're self-sabotaging. And it's more uncontrollable self-sabotage because on a conscious level, in the mind, on a conscious level, we know what we need to do. We understand that we want to change our deep-rooted beliefs. We know the tools and we, have the, the, we are equipped with the, with the resources. There's more resources now with the, with the internet than there ever was. And at, at your fingertips, anything you can get is there. The challenge is, is that we're working at the level of the conscious mind and to change the subconscious mind, to change that subliminal tape that's playing over and over again, there's more than one. And a lot of times one is playing into the other. So it becomes a bit of a rat's nest in the subconscious mind. When we can change at that level, then the shift is, can be instant and it is sustainable. When we're trying to change on a conscious, at the conscious mind level, when we're aware of the thoughts and we're going to change those thoughts and we're going to, we're going to talk to ourselves and, and repeat the same affirmation over and over again, it takes a long time to shift and change the subconscious programming. Because it didn't just come in and, and embed there overnight. Some of it did. But most of it, those deep-rooted ones, like I'm not good enough, I don't deserve, nothing is ever enough, whatever it is that you believe about yourself, I'm un unlovable, abundance is, is not my birthright, I don't deserve money. Whatever it is that's playing in the subconscious mind tape, it takes time to unwind it because it took time to really embed it deeply in that rooted subconscious mind. So I'm just telling you all of this because I want you to understand and stop beating yourself up and stop judging yourself for someone saying, hey, just use this tool and you'll have money flowing to you easily. It's not that simple. And there's not one recipe that works for every single person. So if you've tried other things in the past and they didn't work for you, it's okay. It's not that there's something wrong with you. It's not that there's fundamentally something wrong with you, although the ego would love for you to believe that. It just means that that particular tool didn't get to the root of the block for you. So the good news is there are tools that are going to help you kind of clear some of the layers so that you can get deeper into the, the deeper seated ones, those deeper seated blind spots, those more cleverly hidden ones. And when you start to really unravel those pieces, that's where you see the instant healing, those holy shifts. 
where your life has changed forever. Those patterns have cleared and, and they're gone. So when I use the ego game of opposites, this is one of the tools and it, it's not going to work for every single person because sometimes there's going to be a block in the mind to even accept or try the tool. The ego game of opposites is a, is a tool that actually creates confusion in the, at the level of the conscious mind because it's, it's breaking up and reprogramming the subconscious. And it doesn't make sense at that level. What we have in our subconscious mind doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to people. So it causes confusion. When it causes confusion, people stop and, and they don't use the tool. And that's, what, that's exactly what your ego wants. Your ego wants you to quit before the miracle. Your ego wants you to not to understand this, this idea, this concept. So in some ways, when I teach, I'm creating an understanding at the level of the conscious mind, and I'm reprogramming at the level of the subconscious mind. Sometimes it creates a level of confusion at the conscious level of the mind. And that's purposeful because as long as you think you know, your mind is closed. So often when I'm working with people one-on-one -on -one or in our community, I will there will be a creation of some form of confusion. I don't get it. I'm confused. Good. Stay there in that confusion. Accept the confusion. It's totally okay. Let's keep going. So keep going. Don't quit before the miracle. Don't think that confusion is, oh, I don't get it. I can't do it. I'm not going to continue. Confusion is actually just a stage of unwinding a level of, a deeper level of understanding. So that's why it is essential to offer everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know so that we can open up to a true knowing. A knowing that is from the heart, from your soul, from your spirit. A knowing that goes beyond logic and reason. A knowing that is bigger than knowledge. A knowing that goes beyond what the mind can comprehend. That's what we're tapping into. And when we can tap into that deep knowing in the heart, a lot of times we can actually bypass the filters in the subconscious mind. Not always, but a lot of times we can. When it's really seated deeply and you're actually, there's this stubbornness around it, there's a real attachment or fear of letting it go on the subconscious level of the mind, then it's more challenging to bypass it. And that's where using this radio show, the podcast, replays, coming to my website and trying the Ego Game of Opposites Foundation Edition. You can still take it for, for 48 hours. You can sign up and get it for 48 hours for free because I want it to be accessible to people. There is an option to download it and keep it. You can invest in it, but everybody can access it. And to be able to quarantine those thoughts, quarantine those ego dictionary definitions that are totally crazy crazy making definitions really like completely opposite of what it is in the world completely opposite of what we think we understand about these things especially around money and poverty and prosperity and abundance 
when we can look at that and, and start to unravel it and quarantine it and then delete it and reprogram it, that's where we have the biggest shifts. But it's on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and energetically. It has to happen on all those levels for it to be sustainable. If it's stuck or rooted in one of those areas and we're not getting to it, then, then we end up running on a hamster wheel and kind of end up self-sabotaging or we repeat the patterns and here we are back again in the same place we were before, thinking that we had healed something and sitting in the same trigger once again. So my intention is always about helping people get that full circle healing. When it comes to poverty consciousness and prosperity consciousness, again, I said we need to look at our own beliefs around poverty and prosperity and the collective beliefs because the collective is actually influencing us as well. Whether we want it to or not, whether we realize it or not, it is influencing. So the good news is we can actually unplug from poverty consciousness. Remember hearing Dr. Wayne Dyer speak, he came a couple times to Vancouver and the one time he was speaking about as a child, he was raised in foster homes and he always never, he never had the lack and limitation belief in place. He just, he talked about this knowing that prosperity was, was his birthright or prosperity was on his path. He was just very clear that that was, he was aligned with that prosperity consciousness. Even though there was evidence contradicting that when he was younger, he just had this knowing in his heart that prosperity, prosperity was on his path. So that's an example of someone who is raised in lack and limitation or perceived lack and limitation, but still was tapping into that knowing in the heart. So it didn't get embedded into his mind. And he was able to live a prosperous life. When we are born into or raised in lack and limitation, there can still be money present, but it's in the dialogue. We can't afford that. No, I'm not spending money on that. We don't have enough money for that. That's too expensive. Those kinds of dialogue, that kind of language can actually feed poverty consciousness, feed our own poverty consciousness. So again, it's not about how much money is in the bank. It's about the belief systems of those people that we're surrounded by growing up. And then we look at generations before us. We kind of have this inherited generational poverty consciousness that comes in. And then we look at, are we plugged into the poverty consciousness of humanity as a whole? Because most people are living in poverty consciousness. Most people are plugged into that morphic field of poverty consciousness. Now, one way that I help people shift from poverty consciousness to prosperity consciousness is by tuning into becoming aware and focusing on those examples of people in your life, whether it's directly or indirectly, someone you know personally or someone you know in the world someone who represents prosperity consciousness. So Dr. Wayne Dyer would be one of those people that you could look back at his life and see how he lived and his beliefs around prosperity were, were in, in alignment with prosperity consciousness. He didn't live in poverty consciousness. 
Oprah is another one. She grew up in, in poverty and lack. And in that there is, there was a shift for her. And now she's, she's living in prosperity consciousness. Another example is that Ellen DeGeneres. You can see how she lives abundantly. And it's, it's not um, self-centered. It's not, um, you know, it's not the kind of like icky kind of feeling prosperity. There's a lot of people that are very rich that are mm, not very in alignment with abundance or not very conscious, living consciously, spending consciously. So it's not about how much money people have. It's about their state of being. Because abundance is not about your bank account. Abundance is about a state of being. In that beingness of abundance, there can be an abundance of love, an abundance of relationships, an abundance of other things that aren't necessarily money. But in that state of being abundant, we can align with prosperity or financial abundance. So Richard Branson is another great example. And I love, I love his energy. I love who he is. I saw a quote recently and people always think, uh, he said something along the lines of people think that because I have so much money, I'm happy. And it's actually the opposite. He's just like, I was so happy. And that's how I came across that. That's how I attracted my money. So that's how he became abundant. So his state of being living and breathing kind of happiness was the way he was able to bring in and enjoy life in an abundant way financially and otherwise. So the, these examples that I'm using are also people in my eyes that are not only living abundantly and have money to extend and create impact, but they also are, they have a, a give back component. They have a humanitarian component to the work as well. So there's a, a generosity that comes in. There's a, an openness to receive fully for themselves and to enjoy the abundance for themselves. And there's a generosity. There's an extension of that money as well to help create impact on a global scale and, or help create impact locally or globally. So when we are looking at our own experience with poverty and prosperity, we can imagine ourselves like plugged in, like a plug in the wall or a plug in, you can picture a big balloon above you and one balloon on the one side is poverty consciousness and it could be like a dark cloud and heavy and it can be you know, hard to see through and a lot of fear and intensity there. And that's one cloud you can plug into, or you can remove the plug and plug into prosperity consciousness, which can be a beautiful, bright sky, a big sun, whatever it is that you want to visualize, whatever image comes to your mind, you can create your own image that feels good for you. Sometimes I talk about just even a switchboard, you know, on a, on, on like a phone switchboard where you can plug into one network or plug into another. You can look at it as a radio station. 
turning the dial to poverty consciousness and hearing those tapes and those messages in the back of the mind, all about fear around money. Or you can turn the station to a prosperity consciousness station. That's one that's feeding you with possibility and unlimited potential and, and generosity and receiving and enjoyment and everything else that comes along with prosperity. And we can be prosperous, again, like abundant in other areas of our lives. It's not just about money. But I am talking specifically about money because that is one of the most biggest blocks for people. So we're going to continue after the break. We're going to take a little break, but give me, give me a minute here before we go to break. So I just want to tell you. We're going to go into a little bit more poverty consciousness and prosperity consciousness. I'm going to share a little bit more about what guidance I got in, in shifting some of this material to incorporate this new download I received. And, the re, and I actually, as a result of that, I actually postponed the Ego Game of Opposites Money Edition to the live masterclass on Saturday, June 15th, instead of the 8th, because of this new information. This new information I felt was really essential and I needed to integrate it into the Abundance Breakthrough Experience, that four-week training. And I felt it was really important to be able to give you this information as soon as possible as well. So I didn't want to delay it. I would rather postpone the masterclass and give you the information and give it to you in one beautiful package so that you're ready to go and you can make you can uh, make the beautiful shifts and have the breakthroughs that you need so if you're interested in the ego game of opposites money edition you can go to heartledliving.com forward slash abundance and I've created a guiding scale so you can pay what brings you peace of mind there's a range there that you can choose from and you just tune into your heart and, and decide what you would like to invest, what feels good for your heart to invest. I'm using the guiding scale because I really feel it's important that anybody who feels inspired to take the Ego Game of Opposites money edition so that they can stop self-sabotage around finances instantly, I, I want everybody to have access to that. I, I don't want money to be an obstacle for you saying yes to abundance. So that's why the guiding scale came in for that. So we're going to take a short break and we'll talk more about plugging into prosperity consciousness, how you can align, how you can live and breathe and, and shift into that state of being abundance and allowing the flow of financial abundance to come to you and into your life. We'll be right back. Imagine a one-of-a-kind, sacred transformational experience that is infused with high vibrational healing energy and personalized guidance and insight. Receive a one-on-one, -on -one, live, private, intuitive healing experience with Sue as she follows her guidance and delivers exactly what you need in the moment, leaving a lasting imprint. 
During this private healing experience, Sue draws on a multitude of gifts, skills, channeled healing, coaching, and mind-body-soul insights. A divinely downloaded transmission specifically for you. Whether you have questions about your health, relationships, career, or wish to receive a message from a loved one who passed, or you need a soul retrieval or support clearing a block or blind spot, this one-on-one -on -one private intuitive healing experience with Sue will transform you. To learn more and to book a divine appointment with Sue, visit heartledliving.com forward slash intuitive healing. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I am your host, Sue Dumay. We've been talking today about how to shift from poverty consciousness to prosperity consciousness. And I'm sharing a lot of information in a short time, but I, I have been talking about this for several episodes, so I do encourage you to go back and listen to those podcast replays so that you can get caught up and, and have a greater understanding of what I'm talking about. So today we talked a little bit about the idea of poverty consciousness and prosperity consciousness. And now I want to share how do you actually unplug from poverty and plug into prosperity. And again, it's, I'm talking about the idea that it's a state of being, a way of being in life. It's important that we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind in alignment with that. Because remember, I talked last week about the conscious mind, if you have a desire, and in the subconscious mind, you have a belief that contradicts the desire, your belief will override your desire. Your belief in the subconscious mind will override your desire. It will act as a filter. It will cancel it out. And the message you send out to the universe will be whatever that belief is. So if you have a desire to have more money in your life and your belief in the subconscious mind is, I do not deserve more money or I don't deserve, that's the filter. It's going to cancel out your desire and that's the message that's going to go out into the universe. And that's what's going to come back towards you is just that reflection and that mirror, that confirmation that you don't deserve. So money is not going to flow the way you want it to. Or if it does flow, there's going to be uh, a self-sabotaging impact. Somehow you're going to self-sabotage. So, when it comes to poverty consciousness, the collective poverty consciousness, think about the world globally and what are our beliefs about money? What are most people's beliefs about money? What are most people's fears around money? That's in this collective consciousness. So I want you to imagine you've got your own kind of bubble that you're living in, what you believe around prosperity, what you believe around abundance, what you believe about money. And then there's this collective bubble of all of humanity. So a lot of times you're either standing in this collective bubble of poverty consciousness, which will influence your own, or you kind of remove yourself from that or unplug yourself from that bubble and you plug into prosperity consciousness. The challenge is you need to find 
people or individuals that you know directly or indirectly or know of in the world that represent prosperity consciousness. It's harder to find them. It's easier to find examples of poverty consciousness. It's everywhere. Everywhere you look, it's there. And the programming in the mind, as, a, as the human programming and the, the message we're getting in all directions are, you're not enough. You need to improve your looks, your weight, your whatever else. So there's this message that we're not enough or that we don't have enough. So it feeds this need for more. There's never enough. We always need more. And the challenge in that is that that's that poverty consciousness programming. That's part of it. So to unplug from it takes, it takes awareness. It takes a willingness. It takes determination. And it takes time. For some people, it takes time. Because there's the habitual experience of poverty consciousness, and then there is the loyalty. We talked about loyalty in, in the, the one episode where I talked about the seven blind spots that feed self-sabotage. Loyalty is one of them. If we're loyal to generations before us, we're loyal to our family, we're loyal to the level of, of money that that others have brought in if we are loyal to our friends and we're we're surrounded by people that are around the same amount living uh, working sorry that are earning the same amount of money as us that keeps us playing small that keeps us being loyal and staying in that level of consciousness around money so we need to kind of think outside the box we need to kind of remove ourselves from our lives a little bit and plug into those individuals that are examples that we can respect and honor and we believe are authentic in their relationship with prosperity and abundance and money. So I mentioned a few of those examples before the break. So Ellen DeGeneres, Oprah, you can plug into Sir Richard Branson as an example Anyone else that you feel that is kind of a, um, that had been or is a living, breathing example of prosperity consciousness. They don't have to be living today, but they've lived a life or the experience of you witnessing their life was one of prosperity. So imagine for a moment, take a, take a couple breaths, even close your eyes. Let's do this with your eyes closed. And the beautiful thing about the the mind is that it can't really comprehend what you imagine and what's real if you're imagining something it believes it's happening so we can actually use imagination visualization to help us shift the mind as well so i want you to imagine for a moment with your eyes closed taking some deep breaths imagine that you're currently plugged into poverty consciousness and whatever, if it comes in an image, great. If it doesn't, that's great. You don't need to have visualization. You don't need to visualize. You just need to imagine that you could imagine. Imagine it was easy to see a plug plugged into poverty consciousness, whatever image or visual that comes with. Just go with it. So I want you to feel the energy of the poverty consciousness. How does it feel? 
Does it feel dense and heavy? Does it feel limiting? Does it feel like it's kind of sucking some life out of you or kind of squashing your dreams or shrinking your lives, making you play small or feeling like you have a small impact? What does the feeling of poverty consciousness, being plugged into that morphic field of poverty, what does that feel like? Just feel into it. Feeling in the body, feeling emotionally, how does that feel? How does that impact your life? How is that holding you back? Is there a sense of loyalty to it? Is there an attachment to it in some way? And it may not be on a conscious level, but when I ask that question, do you feel an attachment? Do you feel a loyalty? Do, does a part of you feel like it can't quite let go of it for some reason? So before we unplug from poverty consciousness, we want to create some awareness. And when we can create the awareness and the feeling of it, then we can recognize when we actually come back to it. Because chances are right now, I'm going to invite you to plug into prosperity consciousness, but by your default setting or your kind of go-to setting might be back into poverty consciousness. So you'll need to be able to have kind of a felt experience of what it is to be here so that you can make the shift again. So you can recognize, oh, here I am. I'm back in poverty consciousness. That's why I want you to sit in it, sink in, and really feel into it, have an experience of it. Create a, a memory or imprint of it in your conscious mind so that you can recognize it when you come back here or if you come back here. So imagine you're standing there with a plug and you can put your hand on the plug and you see the plug basically tapped into poverty consciousness and all of the feelings and experiences that go along with it, all the loyalty that goes along with it. And imagine you could make a, a declaration in your heart and just say, you know, I choose to release and forgive all the poverty consciousness. I choose to offer over my loyalty. I pass back this torch of loyalty to the generations before me and the people before me and anyone else that I'm feeling loyal to around money. I'm choosing to release and forgive all of that. I forgive it all over to the spirit within me or the spirit, the universe, God, whoever it is, you can offer it over. The act of forgiving it, it's forgiving it over. And I ask for healing on the deepest possible level. Then be wide open, soften, let go of your defenses, open up your heart, open up your mind to receive fully. There may be something that you need to understand. If there's anything I need to understand, let it be shown, let it be understood at the level of the heart and then released. I'm giving you just enough of an understanding so that the mind comes along for the ride. We don't need to know it all. We don't need to understand it all. We just need to be willing to let go of the need to know, to let go of the holding and the gripping, 
and just let your hands soften, let your heart soften, let your mind soften, let your body soften. Now imagine you could pull the plug out of poverty consciousness, take the plug into your other hand and plug it in to prosperity consciousness. Now it may be a little bit overwhelming or it may be a little bit foreign to you because you haven't done this before. So just breathe and allow and be curious. Be wildly open and remain curious in the mind. Tune into the feeling of prosperity consciousness. And I'm going to invite that feeling to come in a little bit more for you because I'm going to work with your energy. So you might feel it coming in a little bit stronger because I'm working with you versus when you do it on your own. I just want to give you as much of the experience of prosperity consciousness while you're here with me as I can so that when you go to do this on your own, you can feel a shift. So prosperity consciousness is authentic abundance. It's like a humble abundance. It's like humbly coming to the spirit saying, yes, I'm open to receive the, the abundance, the money, the, the energy that is meant to be flowing into my life at this time. I say yes to receive. And I'm wide open. And you soften and you allow the energy of abundance to come in. So money is actually energy. And energy is flowing to us, through us, and around us all the time. We can invite the energy of abundance, that money energy of abundance, to flow through us as opposed to the fear-based energy around abundance. There is a real mm, heaviness around money. It's, it's almost like embedded with a curse of fear. And this is part of what I want to add and shift in the Abundance Breakthrough Experience in the, the Ego Game of Opposites Money Edition to add an actual clearing for that curse and to clear that fear that is actually connected to money. The exchange of money, whether it's a bill going into your hand to someone else's hand or coming to you, or if it's money moving through virtual, the virtual world, virtual banking, there is energy attached to it. And most money has poverty consciousness attached to it. So we're going to imagine that each time money comes to you right now, I just want you to imagine money that you have currently. I don't care if it's a penny or a quarter or a quarter of a million dollars. Whatever money you have in your pocket, in your wallet, or in your bank, and we're talking about your earth bank, not your spiritual bank. The money that you have in your earth bank, I want you to imagine this beautiful cleansing light coming in and blessing the money that you have. Imagine this beautiful energy that is a blessing and it's full of appreciation and gratitude. It's full of light. It's full of love. It's full of potential. It's full of potential impact. Impact on your life and the life of others that are meant to touch this particular bill or touch this amount of money in one way or another, directly or indirectly. Imagine receiving it fully and blessing it completely. Each time money comes in, you bless it. 
Bless this money with love. Thank you. I appreciate it. And there's an appreciation and gratitude for the money that's there. And there's same, it's the same when you send it out, when you send it out to the world, bless this money. May it touch the heart of those that are meant to receive it in a way that feels like they are receiving love. So we're not extending fear, we're extending love. Right now, when money's exchanged, it's an exchange of fear. It's that fear-based collective consciousness that's being exchanged over and over again. We need to shift it and change it. And that's part of what I'm going to do in the Abundance Breakthrough Experience. I'm actually going to work with, over the next couple of weeks too, I need a little bit more time to work with the collective consciousness to help shift this. And then I'm going to give you a tool specifically to help you in that experience as well. So for now, bless the money you have. However amount, whatever amount it is, be grateful for the amount that's there. Now, imagine prosperity consciousness. Imagine how those people live their lives and the way they live in abundance. It's unapologetic wealth. It's humble wealth. It's not egotistical wealth. It's not power-driven wealth. It's humble abundance. It's authentic abundance. It's new world abundance. It's a new way of being in relationship with money. It's a, a way of falling in love with money. The same way we can love other things in our lives. It's an extension of love and it's receiving love. That's what we're going to shift in. That's what prosperity consciousness is. So breathe and expand and say yes to prosperity consciousness. Say yes to it now. Yes to it without condition. And yes to it without limits. Many people play the even Steven game. If you're you know, losing $30, you need to gain $30. That's not what it's about. It's about abundance in any amount that's meant to come into your life at this time. So being wide open to that, receiving and aligning, feeling that energy of being plugged into prosperity consciousness. Now let that energy move into the mind as well and let it reprogram and shift some of the subconscious programming or some of the beliefs you have in your mind that are no longer serving, that don't really have anything to teach you, that actually can be quarantined, deleted, and removed instantly. Imagine it was that easy. Imagine that you could ask that any of the thoughts that are there, any of the beliefs that are there around money that are no longer serving, that have nothing more to teach you, let them be deleted. You just say yes if you're open to receive that. And imagine what it would feel like to be in alignment with prosperity consciousness. Imagine those people in your life that live abundantly. Imagine feeling that way what would that look like feel like what would that taste like how would that look in your life what would shift what would feel better and if you're going to look at what would be absent i want you to look at what would be present without fear around money how would i feel what would be present if fear was not there how would i feel i would feel free 
I would feel expansive. I could, I could feel potential. I could feel that my potential for creating bigger impact in the world is, is easy and flowing and I can say yes to it without worry. And that feels freeing to me and that feels like alive inside. So tuning into that feeling of prosperity consciousness and then expanding it through the emotional body, through the mental body, through the energy body, through your spiritual body, your physical body, kind of bringing all of it in as a felt experience, not just at the level of the mind, but all in your whole entire being. Imagine yourself living and breathing with prosperity. Now imagine yourself in that prosperity consciousness, opening the door to withdraw from your spiritual bank, which is overflowing, and deposit into your earth bank. Now, you're not creating conditions here. You're not judging and you're not creating limits. You're just open to whatever is meant to flow in at this time. And there's gratitude, there's appreciation. And you're not looking for evidence. That's the ego. The ego will look for evidence. It's a state of being that you're connecting with first. The evidence in the world or the physical will kind of follow. The outer experience or the external environment will shift and follow when you change your internal environment. Start with your internal environment around prosperity consciousness. You can go back to this replay, download it, Listen to it over and over again. Go through that experience. Let me walk you through it again. Listen to the guided shift from poverty to prosperity consciousness anytime you need to until it becomes easier for you to do on your own. So we're coming to the end of our time together today, but I just want you to, to know that I'm here to support you. I'm happy to support you if you feel guided to work with me, if you feel like to come out and join our Intuition Academy or join our Heart Led Living membership and have me as your mighty companion, taking your hand and walking with you through live mentoring experiences all through the week. I'm happy to do that. If you feel guided to reach out, come visit me at heartledliving.com and you can find all of the programs there. The Ego Game of Opposites Money Edition and the four-week breakthrough, uh, Abundance Breakthrough Experience is coming up. You can start anytime. You can join anytime. And the live masterclass will be on the 15th. So you can start that program right now and start going through the weekly modules to help you shift from that psychology of lack and limitation into really feeling, living, and breathing authentic abundance and aligning with new world abundance because the relationship we have with money is changing. And the more we can change with it, the more we can align with it, the more it'll flow easier in our lives. And the impact we can have on our own individual lives and the lives of others will be even greater the more and more we connect to that. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. And I appreciate your time and, and your curiosity and your willingness to look at these topics and to bring them into your life. These are teachings that I want you to bring into your life and integrate as much as possible. Until next week, I love you. I appreciate you. Namaste. 
You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Suda May. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heart, L-E-D, living.com.